It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are looking live at Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN Primetime. And welcome to VEASAN Primetime, presented by BetMGM. Dave Ross alongside the King, Sean King, Super Bowl champion quarterback. We got anything to talk about today? No, nah, not much, man. Not much going on today in sports. You know, a little slow day. Yeah, nothing. It's kind of boring, yeah. right? You know, college basketball tournaments, you know, UFC, get ready for a big card tomorrow. Oh, and then the shocker about 20 minutes ago became official. The Chicago Bears drafting in the first position of the NFL draft. They are now drafting in the ninth position of the NFL draft. It is official. They have traded out of that spot, and they've made that pick in that trade with the Carolina Panthers. Now, got to put my glasses on for this. <laughs> Here's what the Bears get to move from one to nine with the Panthers. They get the ninth pick. They get the 61st pick. They get a first-round pick in 2024, a second-round pick in 2025, and DJ Moore goes from Carolina wide receiver to the Bears. Sean King, your initial thoughts, that's quite the haul, for the Panthers to go from nine to one, we got a new head coach in Carolina, in case people have forgotten. And now, oh, by the way, wasn't he like a quarterback whisperer? Isn't that the reputation that one Frank Reich has? And so now the Panthers have the one pick. We know it's going to be a quarterback. Now the question, Sean King, is which quarterback? I'm not sure, but I want to look at the other side of the trade first. Okay. And let me just say this. Someone knew something. It was a reason that Anthony Richardson, before the combine, mm. his odds to go overall first pick 
went from what 100 to 1 to 7 to 1. Oh yeah. I think what they went down to so considering that Cam Newton took Carolina to a championship Ooh. um Anthony Richardson kind of same skill set huh. in a lot of ways, not the collegiate success that Cam had, no. but the talent is definitely similar. Uh, I could see them trying oh to recapture their old glory. The issue for me with this is Frank Wright is not a quarterback whisperer. He got fired in Indy Ooh. because of his inability to fix the quarterback position. Carson Wentz. Right. They went Phillip Rivers. Um, then they went well, they- Matt Ryan. Then they went, well, well, they went Wentz, Carson Wentz, then, then Matt Ryan, right. and he could not get it fixed. They drafted Sam Ellinger. They had uh, another young quarterback. I'm drawing a blank on his name. So, so can he develop a raw talent like Anthony Richardson? Now, the surprising piece of this, and from a bettable standpoint, okay, I think I'm going to put, when I get an opportunity, small Chicago Bears to win the NFC North. Oh. And okay. here's why. Okay. Darnell Mooney, very good young receiver. Mm-hmm. Don't forget, Chicago traded for Chase Claypool during the middle of the season from Pittsburgh. Super talented, young player out of Notre Dame, a little immature. Now they add DJ Moore in this trade. Now all of a sudden, Justin Fields is starting to get weapons around him. They already have Montgomery at running back. Uh-huh. If he develops improves a la Jalen Hurts two years ago to this last year, you could see a marked uptick in wins in Chicago. A couple things that really strike my fancy here. The first name you mentioned was AR-15 Anthony Richardson, which is exactly where my brain went to when this uh, move and this blockbuster was announced. Two, if I gave you the option of going in and making two wagers, you like the Bears to win the North. They're plus 350 to win the North. Or... I'll give you the option of taking Anthony Richardson to go number one overall in the draft. Do you know what his odds are now at DraftKings right now? Three to one. You got three to one that Richardson goes number one or 350 for the Bears to win the North. I'm going to go Bears. Just presuming that maybe Detroit regresses slightly. Mm. Uh, Be interesting change at coordinator in Minnesota, how that impacts them. But you have to presume that Green Bay is going to be without Aaron Rodgers and in a rebuilding situation. But anytime big news happens in oh, the National yeah. Football League, we do have our own GM. Yes, we do. Here at VEASAN. We'd like to welcome Mr. Lombardi to VEASAN Primetime. How are you doing today, sir? I'm good, Sean. I'm good, Tim. Everything's great. I hope you're well. Yeah, a little slow day in the National Football League. Not much <laughs> going on. <laughs> and, and Mike, I'm in for Tim today, so it's great to have you on. This big news, obviously, uh, just breaking about 30 minutes ago. We all thought the Bears would trade out of the number one spot. I guess we all were wondering who the dance partner would be. We know it's Carolina. They go from 9-1. to one. The first question I asked Sean to begin the show is what I'm going to ask you. We know it's a quarterback. Which quarterback do you think it will be now that the Panthers do have the number one overall pick? Well, you know, I think you got to look at Frank Wright and see what he likes in quarterbacks. And, you know, he's had Phillip Rivers in, in uh, San Diego. Then, you know, then he had him again in Indianapolis. Uh, you know, he's also been around some, you know, the Carson Wentz when he played well in Philadelphia. So he likes bigger quarterbacks. I mean, I, I, think, the, I think he would probably lead towards Stroud. But, you know, Bryce Young's tape's so good that I think he could probably make a case for that. He plays in really good weather. 
you know, he's got the Carolina plays in the Dome in New Orleans, plays in Tampa. So that fits Bryce Young pretty well. My guess it's between Bryce Young and and uh, and and Stroud. Although, you know, I would not rule out Richardson because Richardson is a guy that's got a lot of buzz. But my guess is it's Stroud or Young. By the way, very quickly, Michael, to that point, at DraftKings, these odds have flipped in the last 30 minutes. C.J. Stroud is now the favorite to go number one overall, and he's now minus uh, $1.50. Bryce Young's plus $1.40, and Richardson 4-1. to one. So this market is moving, Sean, as we speak. You know, it was interesting for me because even though there's new ownership in Carolina, the peak of that organization was with Cam Newton at quarterback. Mm. And Anthony Richardson is not as accomplished of a college player as Cam Newton was coming into the league, but there are similarities from a skill set standpoint. Do you think that historical aspect plays a role in the decision? I, I don't. I think that, you know, when you look at leader to leader, I mean, Cam Newton, when he walks in the room, he's a unique leader. And he takes over and he won the Heisman Trophy, you know, and, and I think certainly he has that skill. Richardson has yet to prove in that A, leadership or production on the field. Athletically, he's marvelous. But I think the way the betting market just moved and the way my mind worked towards towards C.J. Stroud and Frank Wright, I think that's what it is. I think they get a bigger guy. Look, I don't think they're going to do all this for a 5'10 guy. I think they have to be a little concerned. I think Stroud threw the ball well. I think people will really like the kid as a person. I could see that. Look, I think Bryce Young, you put on the game against Georgia uh, in the championship game, and, and I've been a guy that has said all along the 5'10 guy worries me. But you watch that tape, and the throws he makes in that tape are unique. But to me, this makes more sense for Stroud than Young when you look at Frank Wright and David Tepper, who's behind this, the owner of the Panthers. I think he wants to invest in somebody he's not worried about getting hurt. Yeah, I've did, I've uh, evaled all the quarterbacks, and I, I'll agree. Uh, uh, unless you have you know, no issues just from a stature standpoint, their film is very similar. I have them 1A, 1B. I wouldn't talk anybody – out of either one being on top of the other. Both outstanding players, I think, going to be outstanding pros. Let me present you with this. When I saw this deal, what piqued my interest the most was DJ Moore to Chicago. Mm. All of a sudden now, and Justin Fields has to take the next step as a passer, in a lot of ways, he's very similar to what Jalen Hurts was last year. People were unsure if he was going to make the maturation to what we witnessed this year, which was a borderline MVP season. I'm not saying Fields is going to make that significant of a jump, but Michael, all of a sudden now a team that had no weapons, all of a sudden is loaded with draft picks. They traded for Chase Claypool midseason. They have a young receiver in Darnell Mooney who's really good, and now you add DJ Moore and Komet at tight end. It looks like it's starting to shift in Chicago. Agree or disagree? Well, I mean, it has to, right? But I think when you go back and watch the tape, I mean, look, Justin Fields didn't – he didn't in 15 games he threw for less than 150 yards. I mean, there was just – they couldn't throw the ball. Here's a stat that me – that just blew my mind last year. The Bears tied for last place in point differential with, uh, with the Indianapolis Colts. They, they, they were behind 8.1 points per game. The Colts threw the ball 35 times. Per game, the Bears threw it 22. Even when the Bears got behind, they didn't want to throw the ball. So, for me, that tells me they're worried about Justin Fields throwing it. 
He's got to get better. I think this analogy to Jalen Hurts is different because when you watch Hurts, his second season, he threw the ball better than Fields did in his second season. But you're right. Here's the reality. There's no more excuses for Justin Fields. He's a great athlete and a great runner. But now he's got enough skilled players around him. Sacked 55 times last year. 16 fumbles in the games he started. He doesn't improve those areas. It's not going to matter. You know, it's interesting evaluating him, and I really want to get your opinion on this. I lean towards there were high watermarks at Ohio State with him throwing the football. Does that factor into what you think and project him to become at some point in this league, or you just going on the raw data we have as an NFL player? Well, I think there were some, but I think when you watch the offense, it was half the field reads, throw the ball to this guy. I mean, I think Stroud proved, Better than that, but still Stroud looked to the sideline every single play to know where to go with the football in terms of the offense. So I, I think Stroud was a better quarterback at Ohio State in the same system. But Fields has got certainly room to grow. I think there's no doubt, and I think they're going to give it. Look, if Caleb Williams was coming out in this draft, they would have given up on the J- Justin Fields experiment. Wow. Uh, Michael, we got to wrap it up. Only about 30 seconds to go. As a GM, when you look at the trade just on paper right now, is it fair or did one team get over on the other in your, in your opinion? If, if the quarterback they draft is elite, then it doesn't matter what the compensation was. All right. Simple as that. Can't wait for the GM shuffle with you and Femi. Do a great job. Great Michael, stuff, we Mike. appreciate your time. Thank you as always, sir. Thanks, Dave. Thanks. There he is, Michael Lombardi. Boy. We got a lot to discuss today. Great having Michael Lombardi hop on the line with us. Of course, we got a full lineup today. Jared Smith's going to join us. Kenny White, Chris Andrews, Lou Finnecaro, just getting it started here on Decent Primetime. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes 
that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because, God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM is all of your favorite wagering options, along with in game betting, boosted odds specials, and much, much more. Download the BetMGM app today. Stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state issued ID to open up an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Back alongside Sean King, I am Dave Ross in for Tim Murray today. And uh, what a beginning to the show, having Michael Lombardi hop on after the big news here. The trade has happened to really kickstart April's draft. The Bears out of the one spot. They move to the nine spot. These numbers are changing and have been changing in the last 30 minutes. Let's bring in our own Jared Smith. You can follow him on Twitter as I do, at Jared Lee Smith. Before we get to college hoops, Jared, because that's what we thought we were going to talk about, we got to ask you about this now. And I asked Sean right off the top of the show, if I could interest you in, say, a Bears future to now win the North, because it looks like they've got some pieces, DJ Moore now going to this offense, you can get them about plus 350 to win the North or take a flyer maybe on Anthony Richardson going number one, although it looks like C.J. Stroud has now boosted into the favorites role here. Which one do you think would be the better long shot play, that they're going covertly after AR-15 or that the Bears can actually be live to win this division? They're definitely more live to win the division than I, I, I don't think. Anthony Richardson's going to factor into this equation anymore. I think the market is speaking right now. And I think it, it, if anything, it tilts back to maybe Bryce Young when you get a fair price on him, considering he's been odds on for some time now. But I, I don't think the Panthers make this trade for a guy that they can't start right away. And I just don't see Richardson or Will Levis, frankly, being one of those guys. To me, it's C.J. Stroud. 
they really loved his 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 throwing ability, and he looked the part a little bit more than Bryce Young. I think Bryce Young's still in the mix, but it, it certainly looks like it's those two guys right now. And, and to your point, I, I think the Bears, you know, got themselves a very nice piece back in DJ Moore, and it, it's going to be very interesting to see how that develops with Justin Fields. But right now, I think Anthony Richardson, uh, squarely the third or fourth quarterback on the board now with this trade being made it's going to be either Stroud most likely perhaps Bryce Young still in the mix oh the numbers are moving boys are they it's now CJ Stroud is a two dollar oh it just moved again it was two dollars ten seconds ago that price is not the price now it's now 225 and moving going once uh, by the way Anthony Richardson is now almost six to one this is moving in real time gentlemen and everybody must have heard Michael Lombardi but C.J. Stroud is now minus 225 to be the number one pick overall. I've evaluated him. I would not take Anthony Richardson in front of Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud. But this Great. isn't about what I would do. I mm. will say this. Because Richardson tested at the level he tested at the combine, if he aces his pro day in private workouts, Ooh. there is still a chance that he could go number one. And – when I came out, Jared, you had to really be able to throw the football. Like, I'll never forget this. Um, I showed up to my pro day, and uh, it was the guy from the Lions. I'm drawing a blank on his name. He ran my quarterback workout. I had never met him. He had never met me. I had no idea what we were going to do. <laughs> I just did what he asked me to do. Anthony Richardson will have practiced this routine. He's going to have for pro day at least 30 times. And there is the possibility that he lights it up. And I've seen this happen before where people discount the tape. Mm. and fall in love with the performance. So we'll see. Bryce Young now, by the way, gentlemen, plus $1.75 to go number one. So the numbers are moving. We'll keep updating you though on those as they do change. But we did want to talk college hoops with you, uh, Jared. Obviously, this is an exciting time. we got Selection Sunday coming up on Sunday. And we're going to get down to the nitty-gritty here with the conference tournament starting to wind down. I wanted to start off in the Big Ten and get your thoughts on Sparty and T to the Izzo. Do you like... Michigan State today because I think you've got a sneaky little parlay. Oh, they Michigan State already lost. They already it. lost. It, it was a, it was a brutal performance by Michigan State today. I do think in the Big Ten I like Penn State today. I know I'm wearing the shirt. I'm the biggest homer in the world. Sorry, I get Penn that. State. I got the wrong state there. <laughs> well, usually in March, Dave, Michigan State is the right. team that we're talking about. They they were absolutely gruesome today, but. It, to that end, I think it sets up for a pretty good opportunity for Purdue tomorrow because Ohio State's going to be playing their fourth game in four days, and I, I don't see that Cinderella story lasting. I, I, I think Penn State tonight, the market's moved against them a little bit, so you could probably get a better price on them than if you bought in last night when this line first opened. But you look at this Nittany Lions team, and they're incredibly hot. They've won five of six, and they're starting to shoot the basketball a lot better. They did it with some of their role players last night. And they've got the best player on the floor at all times in Jalen Pickett. So we'll get the game to start here in a few minutes. I, I am absolutely fascinated to see after what I thought last night against Illinois was their clinching bid to get into the NCAA tournament. If they can carry that momentum forward, they're a 10 seed against two. And the line's basically a pick em. I think Northwestern there on your screen, only about a one and a half point mm -hmm. favorite. So the market's telling you this is going to be a tight game. You saw it with Ohio State earlier today, a 13 seed only catching three and a half points against mighty Michigan State. So this Big Ten tournament has been the lower-seeded teams having a lot of success so far, and I can absolutely see that being the case again tonight. Yeah, that was a fireball offense for Izzo today. <laughs> no sense in ball for Ohio State. I mean, They were, they were soft. And they, they, got they were very soft. Wood shedded from start to finish. Uh, a game that starts right here at 
Connecticut at Marquette. Connecticut's laying four and a half. Marquette's the higher ranked team. Uh, this is one of Tim's favorite places, Shaka Smart as a dog. Mm -hmm. I mean, can I sell you on some Marquette? What is it, the Golden Eagles, I think, or something? Uh, so, Shaka, here you go, guys. I was doing this this morning because, I mean, anytime Shaka's a dog, it pops up on my radar. 91, 59, and 3 Ooh. all time. That's 61%. Last two seasons, 17, 8, and 1 against the number as a dog. But over the last month, we've seen UConn. It's been a roller coaster. Season started unbelievably. They were a top five number one team. Then you saw the dip midseason. Now it's percolating back up. They're a top 18, both offensive, defensive efficiency in Bart Torvik's rating over the last month. And they out-rebounded the Golden Eagles. They doubled them up. The old double cheeseburger, 48-24 on the glass the last time they faced each other. I don't know if Marquette has the size to match up with Sonogo in the middle. And again, the market's telling you something here. UConn's the number four seed. They are favored against the number one seed in the conference tournament semifinal. It is one of those situations where it's a Tim Murray stinky line special, where the market is kind of telling you UConn's the right side. I can see this game being close. Marquette absolutely capable of covering. But to me, UConn in a parlay with maybe, I don't know, a team later in Utah State or a team later in Duke, your oh. boys, the Blue Devils, I think, some interesting spots later to pair it with. But I do think Connecticut gets the job done today in what should be a very pro-Husky garden. It's their home away from home. Yeah, this is fascinating because this line, this is a stinky line, right? It's saying UConn, oh, yeah. but Shaka's a smart. That's mm -hmm. been our deal, right? That's the we, Hey, we live and die. In Shaka we trust, right, as a dog. That's what we've done. And my alma mater, by the way, VCU, uh, Shaka got us all the way to the Final Four back in the day. It's just it's amazing to see what he's done at Marquette after the fail after the failure in Texas. You mentioned Utah State, Jared. I saw them up close and personal against UNLV here, and they just blew the doors off the Rebels. They can really shoot it. Do you like them tonight? And if they get in in that dance, could they be one of those dangerous teams that people don't talk enough about? Absolutely. And again, the Mountain West does not have the best reputation in the NCAA tournament lately. A lot of eyes on San Diego State. You've had Nevada that's been in, in an opportunity. New Mexico had that great start to the season. All of those teams have kind of been trending in a, in a bad direction. And, and their opponent tonight, Utah State's opponent, Boise State's been another one of those teams. They really struggled to put away UNLV last night. That crazy game went to overtime. They were able to cover it in overtime. But you look at this Utah State team. They can do things that I think some of the other teams in the Mountain West can't. They have, other than New Mexico, they have two really dynamic scorers in, in Funk and Ashcroft. So I, I think, or Ashworth, excuse me, to me, those two guys set the tempo. And you have Boise State's defense that was a top 20 unit overall in Ken Palm this season. But if you look at the more recent data and Bart Torvik's efficiency ratings outside the top 120 over the last 30 days. So big picture, Boise State's been a great defensive team this year. But again, recent form doesn't really tell that story. So I, I could see this Utah State team, which Funk, who had a huge game last night uh, against New Mexico, said after the game, we just played here in Vegas a week ago. Now we're back, and we're very comfortable here. So if the shots are going to be falling and if Boise State's defense trending in a very negative direction, I think Utah State, very short favorite tonight, is worth a bet. <sighs> <laughs> I don't know what to think. Am man. I disagreeing with everything no. Sean thinks? No, no. That was a deep I was, sigh. I was, I was re reflecting on my level of frustration about the teams we were just talking about. Oh. New Mexico fell on their face yesterday. I had Villanova fell on oh, their man. face yesterday. I had NC yeah. State fell on their faces. I mean, it was some tragically bad. You got to get back bad. on the horse, Sean. Yeah. Man, March Madness, one and done, survive in advance. <laughs> uh, we're going to get more of your thoughts on the other side, Jared. But also, when we come back, 
we got to ask you about your JTS Jets 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 because there's a lot of rumors circulating around uh, AR12 and what Aaron is going to do. So we'll get back to Jared here after we take a short time out. But yeah, very quickly, Shaka's been a great play. And I, and I know Tim's doing it, but Jared's going against the green a little bit uh, by betting against Shaka. Yeah, I think I might sit this one out. <laughs> You've been burned once or twice on yeah. that? All right, when we come back more with Jared, we will talk about the Jets and what they might do. The quarterback carousel really on the move, and certainly with the draft and the news today that the Bears are to the nine seed, the Panthers to the one. Come on back. It's VC Prime This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. Get everything you need to bet the madness this year for just $19. Whether you're filling out a bracket or betting against the spread, our team is here to get you ready for every game and every round of the big dance. Only VSIN Pro subscribers get unlimited access to our daily best bets, tools like our exclusive betting splits, plus our big dance bracket and betting guides. These guides feature in-depth breakdowns of all 68 teams, Cinderella selections, bracket predictions, and picks on every tournament game from VSIN experts like the GOAT himself, Brent Musburger, and Greg Hoops Peterson. Sign up today. Get the betting guides, plus full access to VSIN through the end of the tourney for just $19 at VSIN.com slash subscribe. Continue our conversation with Jared Smith, Dave Ross here alongside Sean King. Of course, the big news today, in case you missed it, the Bears have relinquished the number one pick. They've traded down to nine with the Carolina Panthers. The market is just moving <laughs> as we've been speaking. C.J. Stroud is now minus 250 to be the first overall pick. Anthony Richardson, who is a guy that we thought initially, like maybe that's in play, six to one. We had Michael Lombardi come on right at the top of the show. He said it's going to be C.J. Stroud. Right now, Bryce Young, it's getting closer to 2-1 to one, that he'll be the first overall pick. But, Sean, this is the way the market kind of leads you to where we think this is going to go. Yeah. Um, the Both of their film is elite. I mean, and then Stroud's game versus Georgia kind of closed any separation that was still left at the point. I mean, some people question, you know, his athletic ability. Mm. But I think a lot of that was more Jason Day trying to protect him, understanding that Ohio State – head and shoulders, more talented than everybody in the Big Ten but Michigan. Yeah. So not having to put him in harm's way, you know, uh, but outstanding performance in Georgia. But, uh, hey, that kid over there in, in Tuscaloosa now, I mean, no, Alabama was probably a five-loss team last year without Bryce Young quarterback. And Whoa. then he won the Heisman the year before when he had NFL receivers in Jamison Williams and Mitchie, Mechie. Yeah. So I think this all works for everyone. I think Chicago got what they wanted. Yeah. Uh, I think Charlotte, Carolina got what they wanted. And I think the Texans were always content, in my opinion, taking whichever one dropped to two because they are so close uh, from a a, a, a a talent standpoint and production standpoint. I, but I, I want to throw some at you guys. Yep. And we still have Jared Smith here for mm -hmm. uh, his second segment. Jared, if you're the Texans, can I sell you on this? Instead of going quarterback at two, let's go Jalen Carter. Oh, Let's sign a Baker Mayfield or a Jimmy Garoppolo with the understanding that the real prizes are next year. Caleb Williams, Drake May, and that group are all going to be, even though Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud grade out extremely high, that class is going to be great. It's going to grade out even higher. Can I sell you that <laughs> if you're D'Amico Ryans and the Houston Texans? I think that's a tough sell because I do think 
at two, all of a sudden Bryce Young is the best player on the board, right? We thought he was the presumptive number one pick for a large majority of this process, despite these, you know, these flutterings about Richardson and, and, and Levis. But I do think it was it was Bryce and CJ from the start, and, and those other two guys were being talked up. So you deflate the value of the two guys that you really like. But I, I think when you look at Bryce Young, other than the physical tools, which maybe you don't draft him one because of that, but at two, for a quarterback needy team, I, I think he makes sense. And again, you're getting him on a rookie deal, and that's the key to these teams that want to draft quarterbacks, is you keep them on the rookie deals, and you're able to do so much more with your roster. So I, I think if I was picking two, and I had the roster Houston has, of course, with the Deshaun Watson situation, and then they were forced to pick in the third round, they took uh, Mills with that with that first pick of that draft right after the Watson suspension. And, and I think their quarterback situation has been very unsettled since it makes sense to settle it right now, instead of bringing in a guy like Baker and Jimmy that are so volatile, you bring in Bryce young and, and assuming he's the guy for the next five years on a very fair team contract. Uh, right now, by the way, Bryce young is now two to one. It's, it's, it's just shooting up as we speak here. So it looks like C.J. Stroud, the betting market, is telling you he's going to go number one to Carolina overall. We'll find out if Bryce Young goes two, unless Sean King, GM, can sell them on a defensive player All and look I'm down the road. All I'm saying is Caleb Williams is going to be evaled oh. like the next Patrick Mahomes. So you're saying The he's, only thing we've seen close to Mahomes. Is that you take Caleb next year yes. over Bryce Young this year. Oh, Caleb would be the unquestioned number one selection. It wouldn't, he'd be minus 2,000. Houston could draft Bryce Young and still pick number one next year, too. I mean, oh, there's it. a very strong But you're not going to go Bryce Young happening. and Caleb Williams. <laughs> no, I know. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm being a little facetious. There, but and, and, and I'm saying I, I, I would get... rather pick Young now than the allure of, of Williams next year. The Jets played this game for years where they were going to get the number one pick and get Trevor Lawrence, and it doesn't always work out that way. So I think if you have Bryce Young available at number two, he's probably number one on a lot of teams' boards, maybe even Houston's. And I think it's really hard to pass him up at not only you get a discount on him at two, but also that rookie deal with the fifth-year option is very appetizing for a guy who could be a, a potential franchise player. Well, people that don't know, I, I know that Jared's really excited for year three of Zach Wilson under center <laughs> for the JTS Jets, Jets, Jets. Uh, maybe Zach just looks so good because these numbers are changing here. If you look at the Jets and their prospects to win the AFC, just the AFC, not the Super Bowl, uh, they were 14-1 to 1 back on March 1st. Well, now you just go ahead a, a week later and they're 9-1. to 1. It's not because of Zach Wilson, America. It's because they think they're going to get Aaron Rodgers. Now, I don't know, Jared, if you know this, but apparently not only is the darkness retreat over. By the way, he didn't even make it through the whole darkness retreat. Cut it short. Apparently, he's going to be doing some sort of uh, psychedelic uh, drug speakership soon. Good for him. Do you? Yeah. Uh, are, are you excited about the prospects of Rodgers? What is he, 40 now? With all this stuff kind of away from the field, possibly being your quarterback, because now the numbers tell you everybody believes he's going to New York. Again, from a betting perspective, there's absolutely no value with the Jets at this number. Um, I didn't think there was really much value at the previous number. At, don't don't get me wrong. I think the the best case scenario is very positive, but I think that best case scenario is probably on the unlikelier side because there are a lot of minefields to navigate with Aaron and, and with this Jets franchise. And I don't know what that looks like. And we haven't even gotten the full sign off yet from Aaron's side. From what I'm hearing, there's a framework of a deal in place. There's probably some T's to cross and I's to dot. 
but we're still waiting to hear from Aaron Rodgers giving the go-ahead that he wants to play next year and he's okay with being traded to the Jets. And I know he technically doesn't have a say in it, but it gets really murky if, if he doesn't want to, the deal to be done and the Packers are kind of sitting there, sitting on their hands a little bit. So I, I, I think there's a lot more twists and turns left with this scenario. It's never that easy when it comes to Aaron Rodgers. There's still a few days left until the league year. The new league year starts. My guess is they want to wrap this up before then, but I, I could see Aaron taking this to the final hour. And I don't know what the locker room looks like. I don't know how fully Aaron's going to buy into what's a very young roster with a very young head coach. So there's a lot of variables to quantify here. And I think it's very hard because as much as I love Aaron Rodgers and as much as I love the Jets and as much as the marriage at the best case will be very positive, I see a lot more scenarios that end up very negatively for both sides, frankly. I love you because you're you're one of the few <laughs> grounded, rational Jets fans in this country. Yeah. True. I've screamed this from the mountaintops. If Aaron is frustrated in Green Bay with Christian Watson, Alan Lazard, Aaron Jones, Romeo Dubs, what's he going to be when he gets to New York? And it's Garrett Wilson and who? I know Brees Hall's an outstanding player, but he's coming back off a season-ending injury. So he's probably not going to be available up until, you know, later on in the, in the offseason. So I'd be scared to death if I was a Jets fan that we got Rodgers because if he's grumpy in Green Bay, he's going to be extremely grumpy in New York. Well, he's going to be speaking as, as, as a guest speaker at a psychedelic convention this summer. I would like – I Far would out, pay – Jared, I'd pay the price of admission to hear what that conversation sounds like. Absolutely. Right? But, but I mean, seriously, Absolutely. if he is the Jets quarterback, where is he in the hierarchy today? I mean, he won the MVP last year in the AFC. Is he the fourth best quarterback? Is he the fifth? Yeah. Like, where is he right now after what you saw last year if you put him in Jets green this and white? This isn't a career achievement award either. This is right. currently right now. It, what they're going to be in 2023. 100%. Mahomes, Allen, Herbert. Obviously, Burrow, Burrow, obviously, those guys are all in front of him. That's five. Um, yeah, and I, I would say five, right? I, I mean, Tua, maybe, if he's healthy, because he was really good last year when he was healthy. It's just those injuries kind of derailed him, so you put it in a vacuum. I'd, I'd put him on that level right now, and, and I think Aaron at his best can come close to that elite level, but I don't know if he's going to be at his best. So it's going to be a very fascinating couple of days here as we get to Tuesday, which I think is the day the league year resets. Here's interesting. I would take Trevor Lawrence over Aaron Rodgers as well. Whoa. Oh, yeah. That's another. I, I, I'll be honest. I, I think with Doug Peterson as, as the coach, I think those two together. So, yeah, I think that's an interesting duo as well. So we got we got that puts him at number six here, gentlemen, if he becomes a JTS, Jet, Jet, Jet. Jared, very quickly, what would it take for you to bet the Jets if it's Rodgers? Like, do you need plus money for them just to be a playoff team? Because you just gave me five quarterbacks that would place them at number six yeah. in the pecking order. I, I, I think the Jets making the playoffs is a very reasonable goal. That's a coin flip kind of bet for me. I think that's a very reasonable goal with Aaron Rodgers. I do not think they become a Super Bowl contender. Frankly, there isn't anyone in the NFL right now that you bring in into the Super Bowl contender tonight. That's how good the top of the game. Jared, great conversation. You are grounded, as Sean said. I appreciate that. Jared Lee Smith, give him a follow. He's a good one on Twitter. We'll great catch stuff, up Jay. again soon. Appreciate Come that. on back. Lots to get Go to. Go Nittany Lions! <laughs> 2 oh. nothing Northwestern. We're back in a moment. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. 
Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM is offering college basketball fans a chance to pocket extra cash winnings all season long. Just log into your BetMGM account to receive your college basketball parlay boost token. Then place a college basketball parlay with a minimum of four legs using the token. If the parlay hits, you're going to have the winnings boosted. 
New to BetMGM? We'll download the app. Sign up now to find out why BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks. Take your shot at making a big win even bigger. Place your four-leg parlay today. Boost the excitement of college basketball like never before with the College Basketball Parlay Boost Token. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, and New York. Back alongside Sean King, Dave Ross, in for Tim Murray today. Sean, I always get excited doing the shows with you, and then... We get the news, the big news, about 20 minutes before we go on air, that the Bears have drafted and it said, all right, we're going to trade out of this one spot and we're going to let the Panthers draft at number one. They moved to nine. We've had a, about an hour now since that news was announced. We've been watching the changing odds. During the break, it has gone from C.J. Stroud minus 250 to C.J. Stroud minus $3. Bryce Young is now plus 250 to be number one overall. Anthony Richardson, about an hour ago, was three to one. Who's betting? Who's going to be the first pick in the NFL draft today? They are hammering C.J. Stroud. I see. And now let me just ask you this as a cautionary tale, because you've done all the work already on these quarterbacks, and you you say they both grade out, and I'm talking about both being Bryce Young and, and C.J. Stroud. Is there any danger in the betting market now for people hammering C.J. Stroud to the point of three to one, assuming it's now because, a done deal? Because he's most likely... But only if the size differential is substantial to them. What is he, 6'3"? <clears throat> yeah, 6'3 and a half or something like that. And, and Bryce is 5'10". 5'11", right, yeah, so. Five inches. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, that's significant. Yeah. But, if, but let me ask you, because you know this. You, you are a guy who could throw it and a guy who is mobile enough to get around in the pocket, right? So how big a difference is that 6'3"? If the rap is CJ is not athle- as athletic, as Bryce, who's much shiftier at 5'10", but we saw Bryce can throw from the pocket as well. Well, here's what's interesting. With the rule changes, to me, size isn't as significant. And now the fact that, you know, schematically, almost the entirety of the offense is played with the quarterback and shotgun. So, to me, height made a difference if all of your snaps are coming from under center. Now mm-hmm. you're having to go backwards. The guys in front of you are taller. You've got to then set up, you know, then throw the ball the opposite direction of your drop. But when you're already in the shotgun, you're already five yards back. Right. I mean, so it, to me, it's not as significant. <clears throat> it's definitely likely, but again, I'm just telling you, teams can talk themselves out of the right decision between now and the first. Uh, what is it? What's the draft? The first, in April. April. In the April, I think, or something. Yeah, like that. in April, third right. week of April, right? So they okay. can talk themselves out of what they currently think. All it takes is one magnetic performance, personality, presentation. To get people to, well, ah, you know, CJ's kind of, you know, this other guy, you know, he's, he, he just, he walks in the room and like, you know what I mean? That's all it takes. Yeah, so, swag. The, yeah, like, he's that, a guy's going to follow him It's and a all that volatile, stuff. volatile business. Think about the NBA draft and what happened with Paulo Banchero uh, yeah. the night before. Like, things happen. Again, in case you, you, you haven't heard yet, this is the details of this trade. So the Bears trade out of one to go to nine. They also get the Bears. Pick number 61 in this year's draft. A first-round pick in 2024, a second-round pick in 2025, and DJ Moore, mm-hmm. who is set to be a free agent after this year. But it's it's you got to think if you're Ryan Poles, I'm making that move with the intention of signing DJ Moore to probably be wide receiver one, right? And they've been talking about well, you know, you chase Claypool. They gave up, I believe, 
uh, a second round pick to get him last year during the season. I think people were kind of scratching their head. Boy, it feels like a high pick to give up to get Chase. But now it does give them Justin Fields. That's the other takeaway of this, right? Is that while we're talking about what Carolina probably looking like Bryce Young, according, excuse me, uh, CJ Stroud, according to the market, this says that the Bears are sold on Justin Fields. And it's something we talked about on Monday when we did the show together. Forget us, forget the media, forget Twitter. At some point, Matt Eberflus and Ryan Poles had to have a beer or share a meal or whatever and say, <laughs> hey, man, we got the number one pick. If we really want to reset our franchise, both of us came here and Justin Fields was already here. We inherited him. This was not our guy. After said meal or hypothetical, this says now this is their guy, right? So CJ Stroud and Bryce Young, neither one of them are more physically gifted than Justin Fields. But they are more accomplished. Mm. Like they have better film, more consistent film throwing the ball. But if you just go by pure ability, then Fields is better than Stroud and Young. So you have the clay. You just have to figure out how do we mold it. Think about this. <clears throat> Josh Allen wasn't Josh Allen right. when he got to Buffalo from Wyoming. Great Brian Dayball developed him into what you currently see. And you saw he regressed without Dayball he this did. year. Uh, Daniel Jones overdrafted, yet he got better under Brian Dayball. So these young, talented players, if put in the right environment, given the right tutelage, can improve and get better. And I think when you have a talent like Justin Fields, you have to do everything in your power to uh, give him the chance to get better. And if that doesn't happen, then you move on. Right now in DraftKings, let's talk about shifting mar- <clears throat> numbers and markets. This is fascinating to me. So we saw the big news that Derek Carr was the first one in the free agency here to go to New Orleans. They became the favorite. We talked about it on Monday. They are now plus $1.40. The second betting favorite to win the NFC South, Carolina Panthers now, two to one. Okay, the Falcons plus 380, and the Buccaneers are now five to one. Five to one for your bucks. So, again, we're saying Carolina, CJ Stroud, Frank Reich, now are they good enough to be, they're nipping on the heels of the Saints to be the favorites to win this division. And I think the Saints are a bad favorite. Simply because uh, Michael Thomas doesn't look like he loves football. He's found ways to miss the majority of the last two years. Mm. And you have to presume Alvin Kamara is going to be on some kind of suspension. Right. So if you take those two guys out of that offense, I mean, there's not a lot left. What are we talking? Taysom Hill and Chris Olave? We're still doing that? So, yeah. So I'm not a big Saints backer because I definitely think Kamara is getting suspended. And listen, you know Michael Thomas is going to do Michael Thomas things. So... I think that division is wide open. I don't understand why Atlanta wouldn't go and get a Lamar Jackson. I played Atlanta after our show on Monday, right? And I got them at over $4 to win this division. Now, that's been shorted a little bit, and I don't know why. But quite frankly, I'm I'm glad that I got a pretty good price point. But my thinking was exactly what you just said. And then we heard the report from Diana Rossini. I know Diana from our D.C. days Mm -hmm. that – the Falcons weren't interested in pursuing Lamar Jackson. Now, is that a smokescreen? I don't know why that would be the case – because it feels like when we're looking at rosters, like you could look at the Eagles roster this time last year, specifically after the A.J. Brown trade on draft day, and go, boy, that's a pretty good 52. We don't know about the one, and now we know about the one. And it worked out. Right. Right? It feels like Arthur Smith, they're building something in the ATL. Mariota, I don't know what happened at the end of that run. He gone. That didn't work out. It feels like we're a signal caller away from potentially doing some things in this division. The only thing that comes to mind, is 
I, I, I tend to not believe in conspiracy theories, but I do kind of think there is some collusive mm. uh, capacity when it comes to the Lamar Jackson situation because of the anti-Haslam sentiment amongst the owners. Ah. And not wanting to this go down Jimmy the Haslam path thing. that Cleveland did, which given was given Deshaun 250 guarantee. Oh. And so I think the understanding is that that's what Lamar is asking for. That's the only thing that makes sense about why his market would be so so dead as we currently sit here. That's fascinating that this is an agent thing, right? Like, like again, this is it could be exactly what it is. I think people are scratching their heads going, why aren't some of these teams they're they're flat out saying we're not interested. And that doesn't make any sense cuz as we know, the the Ravens did slap the tag on him. So right, they said basically, okay, go ahead, negotiate, and if you get a better deal and we don't match it, Good riddance. Yeah. And we'll take the, the first round of I wish I had a good bead on where he's going because I'd love to get a future. Because I think he is the kind of player, because he's so dynamic, he's going to be hungry if he goes somewhere else to prove that Baltimore was wrong. Yeah. He's the kind of player that could, you know, put you in the, the conversation. You know what's fascinating? We just had this conversation with Jared Smith, and I asked Aaron Rodgers if he goes to the Jets, where is he in the hierarchy of the AFC? And you might have him six. We already forgot about Lamar Jackson. This guy won an MVP. So I don't know. Is, is he done in Baltimore, though? Like, is there any way they can they can uh, repair that bridge? I would presume that he's done. I, I just. He can't see it. Yeah. Well, again, and the market is kind of bearing that out as well. Right now, they are plus 250, the Ravens, to win the North. The Bengals are plus $1.30. Mm-hmm. So even with Lamar, you probably still make the, the Bengals the favorite with what they've done the last two years. But fascinating the quarterback carousel it is certainly turning we'll have much more on that coming back hour number two kenny white's going to join us we'll talk a lot more college basketball and beyond come on back these some prime time the sports betting network It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 